Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black, and this is It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, From Strife to Strength, the Spiritual C-Section. And today, I wanted to speak to you guys about, about wounds and about isolation, the things that we go through that just make us feel as though life is so much harder than what it really needs to be. And it's like God put it on my spirit that right now there's so many people who are wounded and there's a lot of open wounds. He's telling me that there's there's a lot of emotional wounds, physical wounds, and mental wounds. And the first thing about wounds is, is we have to cleanse them. We have to cleanse them with, with peroxide or something that actually cleans the wound. But right now it seems like there's a lot of people who are trying to just bandage those wounds, just completely skip the cleansing process and just bandage them. Meaning there's, there seems to be quite a few who are probably, I don't know, being, being hurt physically, emotionally, or mentally and you're staying in the very place around the very people who are causing those wounds. And God is putting it on my spirit to speak to you today about that. Because I know that there's, there's times where we feel like there's, there's no other way. There's no way out. I don't know how to escape this place. Or you think in your mind that you're fine. You, it, things will change. They will just change. But the thing is, is things won't change unless, unless we are the ones that cause that change. A lot of times we resist the change when we think that we are. Or sometimes we try to change things when we're really not ready to change. And I know that can kind of get confusing, but many of us have a story. Many of us go through the same storms, but we will still come out with a different testimony. Because again, testimonies are like fingerprints. Right, everyone's gonna have a different one. And I remember me myself, the the storms that I went through, there would be things that I've gone through that people wouldn't even imagine. I had I had to go through a storm when when I had sepsis. And you would think when a when the doctor, when you're when you go to the hospital and the doctor tells you hey, you might want to call your family members because you may not make it home. That's something that you feel that you only see on TV. But it happened to me in real life. And it's, it was one of the scariest things because sepsis is, is a, it's an infection in your blood. And I have, you know, I don't have the, the greatest kidney, so I get kidney stones all the time. And that's what I battle with often are kidney stones. And I, they usually always cause me to have surgery, but I never had sepsis along with it. And I remember, I believe the total hospital stay was about 10 days, but they had to call in specialists from different states and countries just to figure out how to get rid of this, uh, this, um, this infection because they couldn't perform the surgery on me without doing the infection. And it took them, I had to go home with the kidney stones um, after I stayed in the hospital, I believe for like five or six days. Then they sent me home and then, then they, they were able to do the surgery, but it was very scary. 
And I had to go through that. I had to go through so much turmoil at work. I had to go through what I was going through at my house last, was it last year? Last year, it's like God told me to quit my job. And I didn't think that when, when God, (laughs) when God tells you to quit your job, you don't think that, you know, all hell's going to break loose the very next day, but it did. It was like instant regret for a moment. It was just like, maybe I shouldn't have done that because I didn't think it was going to be this difficult from day one. Like, let me enjoy a little bit of it. You know, it's like my company was trying to withhold my 401k and I had to go through that battle for like two or three months. And then I had to go through, I mean, it was just insane. I couldn't find a job for 17 months. And when I tell you that it got hard, it got extremely hard. And I'm just sitting here like, God, you told me to do this. You told me to quit my job. Why, why am I not going anywhere? This is, I used to, I had to drive Uber and Lyft. And when the kids would go to sleep, I would go out and go work again. I would work all hours of the night, all hours of the morning, work during the day. I would just work just to get enough just for that day to feed my children. Like it got really bad. And I remember in the house, like I lived there for two years, but right when he told me to quit my job, like, like I said, all hell broke loose. I had raccoons in the attic. It was like a total of 17 raccoons. Like it was a nightmare. I didn't know my house was going to turn into wild kingdom. Like it was just like, this is, this is the most insane thing that I could even think of. And I went on for months with this battle. Like it was, it was the hardest battle. And then the back gutter for my house, it fell off, just completely fell off. And then it cracked the deck in half. And it's the, the raccoons caused all these electrical issues. And I didn't even think I was going to be able to sell my house, but then God told me to sell my house. So I sold my house. Then we moved me and I moved me and my kids to, to an, an apartment. And only, we only were there for not even a month yet. And then the apartment above ours caught on fire. <laughs> and I was just like, God, I don't know how much more I can really take. And so then we were without a home. We had to go to a hotel. We had to go to temporary housing. Then we had to move in with my mother. We had to go through all of this. And I remember talking to my friend, Cameron. Um, he's the He was a news reporter. He said, uh, for those of you wondering why this woman is so happy, this is just who she is. And, you know, I'm human, obviously. I have my, my days where I'm breaking down, obviously. But I had to be strong for my children. We try so hard to put on this this armor of perfection and to, I got to be strong for them. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to always come out here and do this, but it's really the God in me that's getting me through this because I still, I had my time when I cried so hard because I, I, I was begging God because my heart was so broken from a relationship, how I don't know, but I remember crying out to him saying, God, I don't want to die because I really felt that I was going to die of a broken heart because of this relationship that I was in. And God, when I called out to him, when he says that he's closest to the broken heart, he really truly means it because 
it's like his presence. He physically touched me and the tears just were completely gone. Like complete. It was as if I had never cried. It was the most beautiful moment that I've ever had. And then I've also had moments where God spoke to me audibly. He's always given me visions and dreams and speaking to me through signs. And it's just like, that is so beautiful to have that intimate relationship with God. And it's like, no matter what our battles are, we have to stay close to the cross. Because when you stay closer to, closest to him, he will get you through everything. Just like when we're in the midst of this, these isolations and and. And coping with these wounds, we think there's there's no way out. But that's because we're battling the enemy mentally. The enemy wants us to think that there's no way out. They want us to think that God's not with us, that God has already forsaken us, and he's just going to leave us to figure it out. Because there's times like that where you're just thinking, there's how do I get, why am I going through this? This doesn't make sense. But he's like, I'm telling you how to get through it. I'm telling you how to figure out how to lean on me. When we stop looking outward, when we stop looking at these prophetic messages, we stop going all the time to friends and family. Like, it's okay to have a support group, yes. But sometimes in the midst of these support groups, you can, that they, they also cause distractions, right? They, they'll sometimes cause you to veer down the wrong path that God never wanted you to go down. And that's why when he isolates us, it's best to just try to have that those intimate moments with him and to cleanse these wounds the way that he's telling us to cleanse our wounds. And sometimes when you don't get stuck or sometimes when you get stuck and you can't figure out how to keep pushing, it's like when a woman's in labor, right? When we're pregnant, the, the, as women, we we are like, oh, I can't wait to meet my baby. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then you get to your third trimester and you're just over. You're like, I'm really ready for this baby to just get out of me because I'm done. I'm 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 over this. You know what I mean? The rainbow's unicorn. It's completely done. This was never a fun pregnancy. <laughs> you're just like, I'm over it. But then the moment when you go into labor, you're like, okay, I think I can wait a little bit longer because now I'm scared. Now I'm scared to push this, this baby out of me, like this human being has to come out of me. And that's exactly what it's like when we're birthing these, 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 these dreams, right? These things that we want, these prayers that have gone up, these blessings that we want, and we're in the midst of our birthing season. Sometimes we get scared. Sometimes we hold back. Or again, like if you're in a situation where someone's hurting you, you you pull back because you're afraid something scares you. You say, well, now I'm scared to leave. Now, if I leave this job, what am I going to do? I may not be able to find another job. I may not be able to do this. I may not be able to do that. Right? And that fear keeps us stagnant. And that's where the enemy wants us to be. He wants us to fear moving forward. But that's when God steps in because God, he never forsakes us. So when God steps in with that spiritual C-section, he says, hey, you can no longer push. Let me go ahead and do this emergency C-section because I'm telling you now is the time to birth what it is that you're trying to make it out of. 
what it is that you're trying to accomplish. I need you to birth this. Now is the time to birth it because there's other people who need to hear your story. There's other people that you need to help uplift. There's other people that need to hear what it is that you're going through, that you can give them the strength that they need, that they need. And that's what God is saying to many of us right now is I know it seems hard. I know it seems tough, but trust me, I went through all of that for you. And I went through much worse. He he was sweating blood. That's the the amount of stress that he was under for all of us. When he carried that cross by himself, he's the very first one who took that honor walk for us. Just as we have these honor walks and people are are donating organs to to save lives of others, he he donated him. He is the one who sacrificed his son for us, right? So he he did that for us. He took his. He he knew that he was going. That he knew that they were killing him. He knew that that's what they were doing. But he did it for us. He did it out of love for us. And it was the foundation that he built that is so strong and how solid it is because we all know something about the name Jesus. Everybody does. And that's why God is saying, I know that you're wounded, but now is the time to turn into that wounded warrior. You have to keep pushing yourself. You have to keep going. I'm here. As long as you do the work and then you lean on me, you lay it all down at my feet. You tell me, God, I can't take this anymore. God, I can't do this by myself anymore. God, I need you. I need you now. That's when he steps in and he performs that spiritual C-section and he will get you through it. He will pull you out of it. We hear this, this, this term breakthrough and we think to ourselves, oh, it's going to be easy. People are just going to, there's just going to be this large amount of money that just supernaturally ends up in my bank account. For some people, it may, right? It's just going to be some stranger that's going to just hand me a car. Some people, that might happen. God may pay your rent. He may do this. He may do that. He will do it. But some people, it's not about who's who you're looking at. It's not about that. It's not about what you see. It's about the unseen. Sometimes he's he's giving you a breakthrough gradually. And that's what I'm realizing is is my podcast even. My podcast was it, it's 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 about bringing music and story together because my podcast episodes are all things that I've been through all things that I have felt what I have done a lot of these podcast episodes in the midst of my brokenness in my crushing season. You know, when, when I had to, when I didn't have a job for 17 months, that's why I'm over to what almost at 250 episodes now. And I've only been doing this for a year because it's God. And I'm very blessed for where I'm at. I have over 50,000 downloads in 82 different countries. That's, phenomenal. In my book, anyway, some people may say that's nothing, but it's something to me. That's huge to me because I have 82 different countries that I'm helping. The way I see it is that I'm helping others all over the world. It's not about the numbers and, oh, I got to have this many followers and this many subscribers and this and this and this and this. Yeah, it'd be nice. But to me, 
It's about the quality of my work and who am I helping? Because that's what I'm here for. That's what God hired me to do is to help others. And that's why it means so much to me to keep doing this. And now it just a month ago, I have a guy now who helps me put my podcast out there. Hey, I just, I upload it and then I send it to him. And then he, he just, do do it puts it out there for me. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is so much weight lifted off my shoulders because now I can just focus on putting the word out there. And I never in a million years thought that I would be able to have the opportunity to do that. But God is gradually putting me in the midst of this breakthrough. It's I'm still here. I'm still going and I'm still prospering. And that's what it's about. It's about the prosperity that you're building. It's about the relationships that you're building, these destiny helpers, these destiny helpers that are coming into my life that are helping me. And they're here for me and what I give to others. I have more uh, interview bookings that like my calendar is full and it's beautiful. Then people that I speak to in the midst of these, um, these podcast interviews, they say, I just love how you interview. I make them feel good. I make them feel good about themselves. I uplift them. It's the energy. It's the God in me. Because again, this is all the things that I say and everything. It's God. God, all the glory goes to him. This is nothing but him. These words that I'm saying, what I'm saying to you right now, what I'm saying in the midst of my podcast, in the middle of all my podcasts, the poetry, the spoken word, all that is God. I am his vessel. He is using me to speak through. It's his light that shines through me to help others. And I love what he does and what he's doing with me. And I am very blessed and highly favored. The fact that he chose me. And that's where we all have to get to a point is being proud, being happy for who you are and refusing to be anyone else. It's not about pretending. It's about say, I'm not out here trying to boast and, and be conceited or anything like that. It's like, no, I'm confident, but I'm also, I'm also speaking with humility and I know who I am now because I went from strife to strength and I see it now. And I saw, I, I see when I go back and I listen to my podcast, I see how, how I grew through my podcast. I see how I evolved and how I'm still evolving. And I love it. I am so blessed at what God is doing. And so many more of you, it's just whatever battle you're going through, just keep close to that cross because he's right there waiting for you. And he wants so many of you to just come home, just come to him, open up your hearts and let him in because he's right there waiting for you. Again, I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing podcast. Be sure to book your one-on-one coaching session or even sign up for a group session. Go to www.itsallabouthealingpodcast.com or give me a call 317-409-3099. Wherever you are in the world, good afternoon, good morning, and good night. I don't know why I said that out of order, but whatever. So everyone stay blessed.